Bulmuk Seabreeze Amusement Park, Garbage Plates, and Anne's Delicious Chocolate Chip Cookies. This is FC3 Monkey Business, your one-stop shop for everything geeky, and everything is geeky if you love it enough. Starring Billy DeTore, me, I'm Tanya, and Chris Frank in full high-definition resolution. And here is your host, Christopher Frank. I'm feeling very resolved at the moment. This is very great. <laughs> it's not resolved it's resolution it's it's, it's like the your computer screen you know with like everything is crisp and clear and all that type of stuff yeah it's, i was yeah. gonna say 1080p but then i mean that's we've used full, that one a couple times that's the full high def res- resolution so right I went that way instead because they don't <laughs> use technicolor anymore no they don't that's why i i, I always giggle when we use that one in the intro yeah. We're talking about a resolution. Well, you know. <laughs> oh, brother. <laughs> you like the Beatles? I do I like the Beatles. the Beatles. As a matter of fact, I'm wearing you a Star Wars shirt to pay homage to the Beatles today. Oh. One of your favorite people gave you that shirt. I know. Absolutely. I just can't remember which one. Yeah, I think it was Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Things that will get Chris killed for 100, Alex. <laughs> That's a too big of a category. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of questions there. A lot oh, there's, there's a lot of love in the room right now. I can tell. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, for the, I, I, I don't know. You is, feel the love is Juno there tonight. loving you? No, she's actually outside of Juliana's room waiting for Juliana oh. to come out the room. Oh, even, okay. though, even though Juno doesn't realize Juliana's actually down in the foyer right now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why is she not coming out of her room? I mean, she What's she already on? did. For <laughs> oh, you, I can't believe you fell for that again. What's, what's anyway. with you, man? <laughs> ah, the life, the love. So How are you guys doing? Actually, not too bad. It was nice and sunny yesterday, so it was nice yeah. to get outside. Cool. It was a little on the cooler side. I mean, granted, it was like fifty-seven, which is nice for us. Mm-hmm. But, um. It, it was actually nice to actually see that yellow golding thing up in the sky. <laughs> I have no but, idea what you're talking about. Because um, for the last what, five weeks, I've been seeing gray cinder block walls in the corner of my basement. Yeah, so, there's that. Who chained you up down there? <laughs> well, I wasn't going to say anything, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's a story for another day. So, I, and it, it's. It's awful it does the homework again windows. or it gets the hose. It's awful not having windows. So, but I know I wouldn't. I have, have a sledgehammer you can use. Um, <laughs> Want to be her sledgehammer? <laughs> I'd still only see dirt because uh, I'm. Uh, I have a shovel too. I'm 13 courses below ground level. So. <laughs> well, I have a shovel too, so we can, okay. we can make things happen. Seriously, we have the technology. Yeah, but you know what? But our our thing is so, our yard is so hard to dig up because it's all its stupid clay, and mm-hmm. it's and when it's dry, you can't get through it. You need mm-hmm. like a power auger, and it's Oof. ridiculous. Yeah. Oof. It, I'm not even looking forward to like going out and weeding the flower beds and getting that stuff up because it's really hard to pull weeds out of there. That's why you need an astroturf uh, lawn like the Brady Bunch had. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> there you go. I don't have to mow it. so. Mm-hmm. But it was really nice seeing all the people out mowing their lawns yesterday. So. I should have done mine. I considered it, but I was watching bad television. That's okay. 
Today's a perfect day for bad television because it's raining like there's no tomorrow. Seriously. I'm hoping for good television today. Now, what would compromise good television for you there, Bill? I'm thinking about binge-watching some of those shows that I always want to watch or movies that I've been wanting to see. Okay. Yesterday, I wound up... There was something I was excited about. There was a YouTube li- live stream of the Beatles cartoon movie, Yellow Submarine. Submarine. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. And it turns out that it's not as good as I fondly remembered it. <laughs> it usually is. Uh, it, it just, after 10, 15 minutes, it, it was pretty and goofy for about, like I said, about 10, 15 minutes. And then not even the music could save it for me the it was it was like if you know how well chris you know tanya doesn't dan uh-huh. i'm sure does the terry gilliam uh animation in monty python yes mm-hmm. you know how yes. it's funny for like 30 seconds a minute but if you had to watch it for an hour and a half you'd want to shoot yourself i'm i'm with you man i'm definitely so that, with that's you. what yellow submarine was was sort of like a precursor to terry gilliam's monty python animation Okay, and it, it to me it didn't hold up. So that I turned it off. So let me find something just sort of lighthearted and fun to watch. And the Jackie Chan version of Around the World in Eighty Days wasn't quite what I was looking for. But I watched right. the whole thing. Now I that watched, was what Steve Steve Coogan is that with? Is yes, that what, was with him on that one. Steve Coogan, Jackie Chan, and there's a bunch of little cameos, especially towards the end. That kind mm-hmm. of surprised me. You had Luke and Owen Wilson playing the Wright brothers. Oh, fun. Uh, Rob Schneider shows up as sort of a street urchin. Uh-huh. Um, but it, it it was just fun enough. And I always like fight scenes involving Jackie Chan. They're right. always inventive. But the movie was awful. And they should have bailed. But I didn't. Well, you know, I, I always give you credit because you hang in there mm-hmm. on things that I wouldn't. You know, yeah. you you are you have that uh, that ability that I just don't yeah. have the patience yeah. for. Uh, for better or for worse. Luckily, right. I had a good night of live streaming music. Oh, that's so, cool. That's always so that a plus. Was good. Yeah, the movies not so much. Gotcha. Maybe I'll watch. I heard Doom Patrol is really good. That uh, DC. Okay. TV show with Brendan Fraser and Timothy. Oh, Dalton. right. Yeah, I, I've been back and forth, but the whole thing is it's you know on the DC service. There's yeah. therefore, you know, I don't have that subscription, and I'm not going out of my way to find it at the moment. Right. That's been kind of how it's, I it's, it's going to be going under under really really soon. I think all the uh, the uh, DC Universe stuff is going to go to a service called HBO Max. Oh, yeah. That that's going to be a powerhouse when that comes out. Yeah. So I, th- I think DCU is uh, done in terms of TV <laughs> service. Okay. Although I hear the TV shows are really good. I haven't seen any of them yet. but I haven't either, but I hear a lot of people talking about, like, mm-hmm. Titans, for instance, very positively. Yep. And uh, Swamp Thing, I hear, was really good, even though it only lasted a season. It actually got – Swamp Thing got canceled after the first episode, even though it got rave reviews because they realized the budget was just outrageous on it. Okay. And wouldn't be able to sustain it, so. So I don't know. I do not know either. Daniel, how you doing over there, man? I'm doing okay. Yeah. All things yeah. considered. 
Yeah, I mean, yesterday was was Austin. All things considered, yesterday was a very nice day. Got outside a lot, so mm-hmm. it, was, it was good. Take what we can. Not much around here. Yeah, yeah not much no kidding. Good, good weather, right? So yeah, I um, I was so pumped. I took Friday off from work. I took I blew a personal day, which I only had a couple left, and I had this whole list of things that I wanted to do. Uh, and I was very excited. I, I had actually had motivation and everything. I was going to hunker down and I was going to work on the house for a little bit on Friday. And about half an hour into my first project, I dropped a 40 pound piece of plywood right on the top of my toe, split it right open. Oh, that wasn't a good idea. No, no. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, today it's, it's still bleeds just a little bit if I'm moving around, but otherwise it's, it's, it's pretty much closed up at this point, but uh, it looks black. I mean, seriously, my toe looks like it, it's already in costume department for a uh, walking dead. That's, that's, nice. where, that's where I am. Right. <laughs> Did but you then, break right, any bones? In no, toe thank foot? Really? God, I was wearing shoes. I should have been, you know, I was wearing sneakers. I should have been wearing my steel toes. Yes. In hindsight, I should have my work boots on, but I was hauling, cardboard boxes and, you know, books and stuff around. So, you know, I didn't think of it. So the one piece of plywood, I was very, as a matter of fact, here's the thing. I got that thing all the way from the attic down into the basement. And I was like an inch away from being right where I wanted with it. And I was putting it down and it slipped out of my grasp. And that was that. Mm. Oh, geez. Yeah. Right down on top. And, and so it's just a couple of cuts in the worst places. Yeah. So whenever the toe even thinks about flexing, it, it bleeds just a little bit. So <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. there, there is my luck in action. So <laughs> like great. Yeah. So then nothing else got done for the rest of the day because I was sitting around going, Oh my god, this freaking hurts. Yeah. Oh, I, my before my last radio job, my job before that was in a sheet metal factory. I've I've worked on some machines and uh mm-hmm. in the warehouse and stuff. And one day I dropped a big piece of metal like i think it was close to 50 pounds on it slipped out of my hands and fell on my foot and i was wearing steel toe boots but naturally it landed just above where the steel toe ends right i wound up breaking uh i wound up breaking a couple toes and and was in one of those uh flexible casts for a couple weeks yikes that wasn't fun and that that did hurt a lot you know, oh yeah! When that landed on my foot, people could hear me yell like down the hallway of the factory. Mm-hmm. It hurt bad. Oh man, yeah, that's tough. So I, I know that's what tough. I know what you went through. It's no fun. Uh, this is getting so, crazier and crazier and stupider by the day. Yeah. Anyway, at least uh, they don't want you outside doing stuff or out and about anyway. You got to lay in your house. In your house. Well, you know, cocoon. you had working. things you wanted to do, yeah. Yeah, I had, th- you know, I had things I wanted to do. I was, I was like all excited for a three day weekend, but I don't right. get to enjoy those apparently. No. So, yeah, that's what uh, happens when you plan things. Yeah, yeah, well, I, I have to. That's the thing. I'm, you know, essential employee, right? So mm-hmm. I work even when yeah. you know everybody else has been home, and yeah. and so therefore it's. I don't know. I'm just going to grape again. Never mind. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't even supposed to be here today. The quote no. Dante Hicks. I was, supposed to be in Arizona, right? I was supposed to be in Arizona. Yeah. Oh, wow. uh, visiting yeah, yeah, yeah. My brother planned that trip uh, about four and a half months ago, two jobs ago. <laughs> um, in fact, it's funny. I found out from, uh, from some friends store that work at the radio station. My vacation was still on the calendar there. 
for uh, this coming week. I was supposed to be in Arizona visiting my brother, and it didn't happen. So, wow. I got to wonder what people are, you know, how it's interesting to me. I think think the point I'm trying to jump to right now is I'm wondering how people are doing, you know, a couple of months into this at the moment, because it's so funny. I, 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 you see all these memes in the years leading up to this time in our history now, where you see the the cabin in the woods. You could stay here with no human contact for a whole year for a million dollars. Would you do it? And everybody's like, yeah, yeah, no, no problem. Yeah, that's great. No, no problem. Now they're like, yeah, no. You know, trying to fight the government so they can get a haircut. It's like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I thought you said you could handle this. That's an excellent point. You know? Yeah. But you said you had this covered, but you don't. Reality is much different. It is. It really, truly is. Uh, I mean, I know I I have been relatively unaffected. I am very blessed in that regard, right? Mm -hmm. I have not lost my job. I'm able to do most of my work from the field, um, which is going to lead to a very interesting conversation with the bosses when we get back into the office. Uh, Anyway, uh, you know, and it's just... It, it, it's there's not much other than the fact that like Jules has been screwed because you know she's not in school at the moment, right? She's she's doing all right. of her classwork from the foyer, and so it's driving her bonkers a little bit because she really likes to have that interaction with folks. Um, you know, but for me, I I, I gotta say it's like I, I've, I'm fairly unscathed, so knock on wood, I'm in pretty good shape here. But I'm still I see it, you know, you see it when you go out. On the rare occasion that I actually leave the house to not go to work, I go to Wegmans and I've got my my mask. And you know, you you drive by the bank and you're like, "Gee, if I had the opportunity to walk in the bank with a mask on and ask for money, that would actually be perfectly <laughs> acceptable these days." So, <laughs> you know, it's like there's there's a certain kind of math to everything at the moment. It's like, wait, what's what is really reality at this stage? We're trying to work that out. It's kind of it is weird walking into places with a mask on. It's just, it feels you know it, it feels weird. You know? Yes. It so really it, does. It's, it's just a bizarre times. It really is. But That's I mean, like sure. you though, I mean, I'm lucky. I mean, my, I, I, I'm busier than ever at work. I'm still able to work from home. I can, you know, I don't have to leave, leave my house ever. Uh-huh. And I, I have, my job hasn't changed at all really. So mm-hmm. I'm, I, I guess I'm counting myself lucky in that, but I mean, just to see all the different people around and how it affects, you know, people who can't work or people whose jobs, you know, like, like Tanya's job has changed a lot. Ugh, yeah. You know? <laughs> a lot. There, you know, there, there's days where I truly, um, there's days where I don't leave my computer chair when I mm-hmm. like, if I come downstairs, like Monday, I'll have, um, a staff meeting at nine o'clock on zoom from like nine to 10. And then I'm in office hours from 10 to 1130. And then, during that time, during my office hours, kids can Zoom with me if they need help with math or whatever. Um, and there's two of us on during that time. But I, I'm doing more for my job and my coworkers and the kids than I do when I'm actually in my classroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because at least in my classroom, I can like go and talk to the person and say, okay, whatever, and then come back and get what I've done. Now, meanwhile, here... I have to email the person or call the person and then wait for something to get done. And then, then like yesterday I was on um, playing world of Warcraft and one of my coworkers called me because 
one of her friends was trying to set up a Zoom meeting for them to have like a social hour last night and they couldn't send the email invites out. So she's like, well, I'll call Tanya. So I am, I am. Tell me you've become tech support. I am tech support. And then one of my students messaged me on Remind yesterday going, can you reset my password? Can you do this? Can you do this? And I'm just like, <laughs> it, and like, I got an email, two emails this morning um, from students that sent me work and things like, I'm just like, they they do it whenever they think about it and mm -hmm. i'm just like okay i'm not gonna necessarily email you back because i am not on work hours right now i'm like i love you guys dearly but it's gonna be monday morning before i get back to you type thing right. but but we're we're going above and beyond what our normal um job description is in order to meet the needs of all of our students like tomorrow i'm able to get out of the house wearing my mask because one of my students needs um, a laptop and mm -hmm. his parents can't go over and get it. So um, because, because of just um, uh, conflicts or sickness or whatever that they just can't, I'm like, not a problem. I'm like, I will go and make arrangements to go over and get it at two o'clock. Um, they had to send me the, um, the user agreement saying that they're signing it, that this is loaned to them for the rest of the year, blah, 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 blah. I mm -hmm. said, I will have not a problem delivering it because that's what we do to, to help and meet the needs of our kids. He's a senior. I had him okay. on the other day and he's like, this sucks. I'm like, I know. I, he goes, I want to come back and see you guys. I, he goes, and I'm one. I mean, he's, his attendance is great anyway, but mm -hmm. he's just like, I, miss you guys and i'm like it sucks for those seniors that are missing out on oh my heart the, breaks the for the seniors the closure year. of their high school career or the closure of their college career or just the closure of that and mm -hmm. um right now we're closed down until may 15th who knows on may 8th that they could say we're closed for the rest of the school year right. we don't know but we're saying that if it's august we want to do a graduate, at least I want to do a graduation ceremony for our seniors if it's August, if it's whatever, mm -hmm. to kind of close out and recognize all their achievements that they have done. Um, and I've been seeing a lot on Facebook, um, like people do the parades, like um, my coworker's daughter is a, a dancer, actually, Dan, um, they live on the other end of your neighborhood up on the, the south end. Okay. Um, and... Uh, um, they, she's a dancer and they came through in cars playing the senior solo song, stand by me. Mm. Um, and they had all their windows open in the cars and she was in the driveway and it was just so nice to mm. see people getting out and doing that, but doing it safely and <coughs> excuse me um keeping the social distance still for, for kids it's a matter of structure and routine and discipline oh, that school is. helps yeah. and they're missing it and it's sports and music and the art and the stuff like that that cheerleading Kid, whatever kids as much as they might rebel against a, a, um, a routine and a structure and possibly going to school at times, depending on what, and what the situation is. There are so many that are so lost right now because, oh, yeah. they, because they don't have the, the support or whatever that, um, that the school does provide them. Fortunately, we're very lucky to have um, 
a support system in my house, your house, Chris, Dan, yeah. your house. But there's a lot of kids and students out there that don't have that, that are struggling, that would love to be back in school just to get that routine back or to continue to just get that nurturance that they might not necessarily get at home. Mm-hmm. Like a, a family feeling. So, you know, not everyone has great families. You brought right. you, know, you and Chris and Dan are, are great parents, but not every kid That's has kid great parents. Well, <laughs> they're wrong. Depends on the day. I, <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I had good parents, but I have friends and I, I, I know people who didn't grow up in the best of circumstances. So a, a school and a teacher like you, no, is important in their lives. Can I tell you how many of the kids call me mom? Oh God, yeah, that's a I'm that's like, a, a thing. Like, uh, every year, I get at least four or five kids that will will just call me mom, or whatever. Um, like one of my students calls me, "Hey, math mom." Math um, mom. Yeah. I'm like, yes, math son type <laughs> that's thing. Cute. And and it's just it's our connection with them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, um, I can't tell you how many of them I call sweet pea. Just walking you through, know? I'm like, hey, Sweet Pea, what, what are you doing? Or what do you need? Help or kiddo or whatever. Now, granted, I know that I have juniors and seniors in high school, but none of them complain about it because they know right there that showing how much I do care for them, even though I can be a complete bitch at times or a nag or whatever, or they call it, they're like, you're being a bitch. I said, I'm doing it because I care. And I want you to be, oh, shut up. Um, I want you to be successful and I want you to be able to be able to do this without me type thing. And I think, and it's not until they're gone and they come back a couple of years later and they're like, you're absolutely right. You, he's like, you, you, what you taught me in school, he's like, they're, they're all like, I wish I would have listened to you then mm-hmm. type thing. So. And that's the payoff. And I'm going to get all theory type thing because I really do miss all my kids. Even the ones that drive you bonkers. Absolutely. If I could hear Maddie Patty like 20 million times, I would jump for joy right about now (laughs) type thing. As much as, and, and we were all talking about as much as they drive us nuts on occasion, they do it because that's, how they're trying to figure things out in the world because they don't necessarily have all the coping strategies and skills that we do. And there's times where right now I don't have all the coping strategies and skills. Right. There there was two Fridays ago at three o'clock. I was in tears because I was just overwhelmed and whatever. And, and I needed to see other people than the four people in my house type thing i mean there's only so much facetime i can do with my parents there's only so much facetime and talking i can do with Anne. i need i'm one that i was talking to my family i need that physical contact mm-hmm. uh, it, it's kind of like that um the uh seasonal affect disorder where when people don't have a lot of sun and things like that and they get down and depressed i'm like right i i was in tears with my family last week because they're like what what's a um thing that's that's a rose in a thorn that's what my cousin had posed it a rose for this and a thorn for this i'm like a rose is i'm not putting the miles on my my lease slash smart buy so that's always the good thing because i was gonna go be over i'm like but the thorn is i'm like i am a people person and there's not very many people in my house Mm -hmm. and i see them every day anyway 
So I'd like to see different people and I'd like to be able to talk to my coworkers and talk to other <laughs> things like that. And I like to talk. Can you tell? Because we I've never been, noticed. I've been talking really? for quite a while. And I'm I'm loving it. I'm I'm loving it. So and I mean Chris, you know I've been down even playing WoW lately. And I was talking with Sean. I'm like both of us were like, Yeah, we wanna play WoW, but we don't want to play WoW. It's we, lost its luster because we've been playing WoW every day. Yeah, it's it's well. That's the thing is you're you're overdosing on it at this point. So it's it's lost so. a little bit of its luster, and and that's a cycle because I I've been playing that particular game now for six, fifteen, sixteen years, fifteen years, and um, you know on and off. There are times mm-hmm. I took a year break here and a four or five month break here. Uh, you know, with these MMOs, these things that we love so much, these games, you have to step back from a while. I mean, I even with D and D. I mean, at one point I was in like four or five different campaigns many years ago. And I couldn't keep them straight anymore. And I was just like, okay, I, I started kind of like maneuvering my way out of them and, you know, and taking a break just kind of because, you know, even too much of something you like is, you know, is, is bad. Too much. Yeah. You know, yeah. everything in moderation is the, is the key, but still, you know, every so often you just realize, wow, I've just had too much of this and I want to back and off of it. And that's what Sean was saying the other day. He, because his he's got an alarm on his phone on Thursdays that's set at seven o'clock or seven thirty at night. And sometimes when we're playing WoW, it'll go off. He goes, "Up, oh, that's gaming time." That <laughs> you know, that that would be the time that he gets up and from whatever he was doing to get in his car and come to our house to play D and D. And we haven't played D and D since I think the weekend, the week of my birthday, March eighth. That's it. That was the last game. And I think I missed it. I remember right, right around that time. And it's like, Sean's like, if I could just have that, that would be something other than him. And he goes, and I live alone. I work from home. I only right. go out to go to Wegmans and to your house. And he goes, this is driving me nuts. Yeah, I, I missed even just going out to eat, you know, going to... You know, even like a Five Guys or something. I don't necessarily mm-hmm. have to interact with other people. It's just the act of, you know, Susan and I going atmosphere. to get something some, uh, someplace different, not having to do the dishes, not having to cook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it was funny because one of my, the, co- my co- the nurse for my building it said, oh, hey, let's go out to dinner. And they're like, yeah, let's. Their, their suggestion was go drive through McDonald's. And then pull into a parking lot, like one spot away from each other, mm-hmm. in at an angle like the cops, and open their windows. But they're six yeah. feet apart in order to have a dinner, quote unquote, together, but socially distanced. Yeah, I've been seeing. I've actually been seeing that, um, and predominantly with the police officers because they'll all kind of gather up at, in a couple of the different parking lots that I, I work out of or base myself out of. And you know, they you see them; they're all kind of like just chilling out. And at one point, it was funny. Um, they wanted to pass each other something, so the one, the one got out of his car, and uh, and he put something on the roof of the other guy's car, and then he got back into his car, and then the other guy gets out and pick, picks it up and pulls it off, and I'm like, okay, these guys, they, they have their system down, they know what they're doing. Hmm. That is like one of the longest intros we have had before we've done a break. Well, I think this, I think today we were just planning on just chatting you know yeah. that, that's i mean i miss you guys i mean for for four years it was every other week we were in the studio right and then and then mm-hmm. after we lost the studio we started getting together every other week at dan's house yeah. and that made even that made it even cooler for me in in a, in a particular way because it's still us together talking about things we love but we're at a friend's house 
And it kind of almost started kind of really adding something to the vibe for me. And, and uh, you know, Dan and I have been best friends since we were 14, 15 years old. I've known Billy. I've known Tanya for, you know, forever in a day. And, you know, you guys are my family. You know, and I haven't had a chance to see my family in a couple of months, and it's bugging the crap out of me. Mm-hmm. So it's good to have these yeah. times where we're just, you know, shooting the shit and, and, you know, talking about our experiences. And the talk that we're having here before, uh, you know, the usual first break is is hand in hand with kind of the topic we wanted to kind of touch on is, is how is this all going to affect other people, how it's going to affect entertainment people, how it's going to affect how we, how we take in entertainment together, you know? So it's, it's, this is a world kind of watershed changing event type of a thing. And, and it starts with us. We're, we're the, the, the bottom line, right? So yeah, we, mm-hmm. we move from there. So I can talk a lot too. <laughs> really? We couldn't tell either. No, no, I'm not, I'm not familiar with that concept at all. Hmm. I can listen very well. Can you? <laughs> well, I think that's that's the difference because there's several of us that are like in our professions or our jobs that are talkers, and then there mm-hmm. are others that are more behind the scenes doers and just are like okay, more introverted or whatever, and mm-hmm. things like that. So, I think that's why we mesh well together. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's a thing. You know, we're not sick of each other yet. Give it another, you know, ten, fifteen years. anyway so shall we we'll take a quick break and then when we come back we'll we'll expand this particular part of the conversation out a bit and uh, and talk perfect because i have to see what record needed oh i see (laughs) i could hear him but i didn't answer him so sure at all yeah all right well we'll take a quick break and when we come back we'll uh, expand the conversation out so talk to you soon Hi, honey. I'm home. You sound tired. I, I am. I have not been sleeping very well the past couple of days. Well, I normally don't, so this is like not new information for people. Um, but with the freaking injury to the toe, it's like every time I shift, a little shock goes through my foot, and it's like, oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I also didn't want to get like a dependency on Advil PM, so I actually like yeah. legitimately did not take it the other day, and that was a bad idea. So <laughs> I paid for that one. But that's okay. It's all right. I will figure it all out in time, I suppose. So I smile and nod a lot. It's really what gets me through my day. <laughs> all right. How are you guys doing? Honestly, I mean, we talked Not a little bit at the top of the show, but still. I, I think I'm doing okay. I'm, I'm doing pretty good because, you no, know, we mentioned before, I, I'm sort of an introvert. I'm, I'm an introvert, I'd say. Uh-huh. So, no. I, I like watching TV, hanging with Susan, reading, listening to music, but I do still miss the inter the interaction. I miss working first uh-huh. of all. You know, just sort of that we're talking about the school kids routine. I'm right. sort of that way. I like a routine where I feel like I'm being useful to somebody doing something. And, you know, I've been lucky enough to work in atmospheres I've really liked for the past bunch of years or with people i've liked so mm-hmm. 
I miss that. Yeah. I there's uh we have our office at City Hall cut up into cubes. So it's four people per cube. And uh, and so I have quite the the group. My my friend Angie, who you know, she's worked with the convention yeah. before. Uh, my mentor Bobby and and, uh, and my coworker <laughs> Belichu, right? So the four of us, we have our bond, you know. And and Belichu is the fifth beetle because before he sat in that particular chair, we had a guy named Dan, um, who's become a friend of mine at work over the years. So we we had our crew, and and we're just we we text each other all the time because we're like, hey, how you doing? Hey, what's going on? How are the dog? How are the grandkids? How the you know? And we're just trying to keep in touch with each other and he's and bobby who's not typically sentimental he's not very sentimental guy he's like oh my god i miss you people you know where where have you been i i miss you <laughs> and it's, it's like yeah it's it's kind of like holy crap it's happening to to everybody right and now I, i'm still trying to keep myself busy with you know like this podcast the one for the comedy at the carlson a podcast with them mm-hmm. i write my goofy little t-shirt Facebook post just for something to sort of keep my mind working. Yeah. Keep uh, conversations going too. People are always making commentary about your t-shirt posts. And now I'm, I'm writing something for the record archive newsletter. Just oh, nice. I, I emailed the owner said, Hey, do you want me? I go, you've seen how I write my writing style on Facebook. If you want me to write something about music, I'll do it just because I like having something to do. And, mm-hmm. you know, instead of just like uh, what bad movie am I going to, try and not watch next you know so now i'm writing for the record archive newsletter and just for fun you know and keeps my mind sort of active and thinking about things in a different way you know i can still sort of like put little ideas in my brain okay this would be good to write about you know Uh one way or another or talk about on the podcast or or something. So I, I, it just keeps your mind active, trying to have things to do. Right. And reasons for doing them. Like my t-shirt posts are just a reason for me to get dressed in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's the funniest thing because everyone's like posting on Facebook about being in their pajamas and whatever. Oh, I'm in pajamas. And, and working from home. Uh-huh. And, and you know, every single day, I come down to quote, quote unquote, come to work. I have taken a shower. I have put my jeans on. I have put a t-shirt and I usually have one of my BOCES fleeces on. I still get up and get dressed like I would be going to work. Right. Because I need that structure and the routine. I I, I might not wash my hair every day, but Uh I'm, I'm still doing that. Now weekends are a totally different story, but every (laughs) quote unquote work day, as I'm like, I only dragged myself out of bed at 11 o'clock this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to cut two people's hair before this. So I'm like, I just threw clothes on. I'm like, I don't care. I'll take a shower tomorrow morning, tomorrow morning. But I still need that structure and routine. Yeah. I, I, I still, I don't I'm feel sorry, like, yeah. oh, not, not a problem. I just don't feel like my day started. Yeah. I, I shower at night. I shower every night just because it feels good. And mm-hmm. I rotate like seven pairs of pajama pants that I have. <laughs> I, I think one of the biggest fallacies that's being exposed through the pandemic is that blue jeans are comfortable. No, they're not <laughs> as comfortable as pajama pants. True. Yes. A good, or a good pair of sweatpants or something. Yeah, exactly. Or, yeah. I am very yeah. grateful for the, 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 the battle sweat, the battle sweats that I've, I was what I'm calling them. I got this really nice heavy pair from, 
from uh, Dan and I, our high school alma mater. And uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I've just discovered that they're a little too heavy to sleep in these days. So I have, I have my sleeping sweatpants, right? So I, uh-huh. I've, I've got my, I've got my daytime PJs and my nighttime PJs, just like <laughs> everybody else does these days. I also have developed much to my surprise. I didn't realize this until just the other day. Um, I've developed a superstition and I'm not normally one to have that. I have like habits for certain events and things like that, but I've never considered myself outright superstitious mm-hmm. per se. Um, but I am now I've noticed I have, um, I have several hoodies for work and Tanya has stolen a few of them over the time. Um, but I have several hoodies well, and I've been wearing one of your, your kid left one here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and I've been wearing one consistently for the past couple of weeks and I've just, I've determined that every time I wear that hoodie, that it's been a good day. I've been able to get work done. I've been able to get through the day without going bonkers, whatever the case may be. But that hoodie is, is it, I take it off. I take it out of the closet in the morning. I put it on when I'm working. And when I get home, I immediately put it away. And yesterday I was like, I should probably throw it in the wash. And I'm like, no, I don't want the juju to go. And I don't want it to risk being stuck in the laundry. And I, I don't have it for Monday. So it's like, nope, I'm, I need to keep this right where I can see it at all times. And I'm like, oh my God, I've... I, I am, I've become superstitious about this. This is weird. So it's funny. It's- I, I agree with you, Chris. It's funny because I never considered myself superstitious, but like mm-hmm. in bowling league, if I bowl really well in a t-shirt, I remember that and I yeah. know which one it was Uh huh. And, and that's the one I'll wear until I don't bowl good in it. <laughs> and it, it, it just makes you feel good. Because yeah. it, it's like that—that's not the security blanket, but it's like the comfortableness. It—it's the gives you that positive feeling that things were going good when I wore this or whatever. And mm-hmm. It happens in sports too. I mean, yep. Sports fans have their lucky or their favorite things that their their rituals or their routines or their superstitions that they do. Baseball so, players are the worst superstitions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. They are notorious for it. There's a, one of my all-time favorite Mets was a pitcher <laughs> named Turk Wendell, who mm-hmm. uh, had just a ton of superstitions. He brushed his teeth between every inning. He oh, wow. wouldn't, he like, you know, a lot of players will step over the foul lines. He would literally like take a great big jump over the, okay. like, the particular area. He chewed like black licorice on the mound and then like then he would brush his teeth between innings he he had a ton of goofy ones too like where he'd stand and mm-hmm. you know having to pound the ball in his glove a certain number of times and he was almost ocd about it almost yeah almost. <laughs> i would say we're way past yeah. almost but if you type, if you start typing Turk Wendell's name into Google, superstitions will come up. Okay, is like Good to know. auto is uh, autofill. Can you spell that? T U R K W E N D E L L. The great oh, and mighty. Okay, Turk. I get Turk Wendell, baseball pitcher, Turk Wendell necklace, net worth, Iowa contract, Jersey Sun. Wow, you never got superstitions. That's weird. Okay, nope. maybe it's just me. <laughs> Okay, I'm wrong. Oh, I, as soon as I as soon as I put the S in, I got stats, sun, superstitions, and salary. Okay, there you yeah, go. Still so, kind of far down on the list. Yeah, but. that was weird. But... Uh, I, I'm, yeah, I miss baseball a lot though. That might be oh. the thing I miss the most about 
what's going on now is just my Mets games every night. That's something I've I've been watching minimum four or five times a week every spring mm-hmm. and summer for since like 1980, so 40 years. <laughs> it's been something that's been ingrained in me is to watch New York Mets games, and they're not huh. there right now. So yeah, I know that's it's kind of crazy. I gotta I gotta imagine you know how we just do everything has changed. You know, it, to, to circle around to the topic we were talking about for today. I mean, just going to the movies. Mm-hmm. You know the, that. You know, you go to the movies because you want to see it on the big. Sometimes you want to see these big explosions and stuff on the big screen, right? You want to see the big blockbusters on the big screen. And so a that's lot a of thing. Have been postponed. Yeah. Well, there's that. Out. I mean, that's an obvious effect too. But mm-hmm. you know, it, it's the whole um, the shared experience too. You know, because I, I, as a matter of fact, I caught a, a video where somebody uh, filmed. You know, I know they probably shouldn't have the naughty, naughty, but they filmed the climax of uh, Infinity War Part Two. Um, you know, end, uh, end game, right? When everybody gets together and you see everybody come out and whatnot, and then the, the crowd. I think that the person was recording it because they wanted to get the crowd reactions because they were actually panning the camera around at everybody, and it was a packed house, and people are screaming every time somebody popped up. People are shouting, and you know, and just just enjoying the elation of the moment of this reunion of all the heroes getting ready to basically go to full full on war against Thanos. And that's, that vibe is Mm -hmm. so powerful. It's like, okay, that's why you go to the movies for these big blockbusters. It's not just to experience them at that level. It's to, to hear everybody else experience it right along with you. And there's no distractions. Mm-hmm. You're there just for the movie versus if you're home, there's other kinds of distractions there. So oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely, yeah. It's well, definitely just a different you, feel. Yeah, exactly. Did. Yeah. It's like, can you pause it for a minute? You know, I broke something. Yeah. Oh, wait a so, minute. That's I mean, just me. <laughs> the theater is definitely a different experience than watching it at home. I mean, mm-hmm. where, where else can you uh, spend like six bucks on a Coke and not complain? It's just <laughs> <part of> the <laughs> experience. You know, I, I miss that. You know, come on. Yeah. $14 for a small popcorn. Yeah. You know? Well, <laughs> um, I have the um, Cinemark uh, Movie Club. So um, I don't believe it's being charged to my account right now because of this um but like i would buy the ticket for me and sean to go to the movie he buys mm-hmm. the popcorn and the drinks and things like that and it just truly we miss that yeah to to, to be able to go and i'm like i'm yeah. on a, i'm currently on the popinsider.com um this was news from i think about six days ago so nope it was last day updated on friday okay. um, april 24th so by the time that you, you guys hear it our listeners here it will be um a little out of date but um they're just like looking at um like the live events like record store day i immediately thought of billy that was supposed to be april 18th they're now saying record store day will hopefully take place on june 20th june 20th yeah and Um, hopefully it does and if not mm -hmm. who knows because that i i do know the store still has all the stuff on order and I mm-hmm. a bunch of it is right now at Elena's house because it was supposed to be there for uh, the original date. So I'm looking at, looking at, it says Las Vegas, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. So the governor of Nevada is making sure nothing happens in the casinos until further notice. So, I mean, it, it's just kind of, um, 
Oh God, yeah, because the mayor, the mayor of Las <laughs> Vegas, was on the news with Anderson Cooper, and wow, what an interview that was! <laughs> it's like, wait, what? So yeah. then I'm I'm looking at like the information for the movie releases. So mm-hmm. I get down to like Black Widow. He goes, our favorite Russian spy turned Avenger cannot catch a break. But before I get off on a tangent about Endgame. Hollywood Reporter says that the film will not premiere on May 1st as planned, which we knew. It's now set to open on November 6th. So I just, it kind of gives just a tidbit of humor to this um, horrible situation that we're in. Yeah. But yeah. It, it, because if we can't laugh at anything, we're just oh, doomed. not going to be able to. Right. right. Absolutely. Mean, this morning I was um, listening to. Um, a parody of there's um how do you solve a problem like maria mm-hmm. um but it was how do you solve a problem like corona and it was the same woman dressed up as a nun singing mm-hmm. singing it and it kind of was funny so yeah you have to have a sense of humor these days to survive i mean it's it's i mean it's a serious situation but you yeah. have to I mean, you have to be able to find the the positives and take the grain of salt where you can, yeah. and, and the grain. I mean, it's salt. gonna it's gonna pass eventually, and we're gonna have something after this, right? I mean, it might not be the same. Who knows? But Did I see gonna... Cinemark uh, filed for bankruptcy or is going to? I don't know that the movie theater chain. It, it yeah. might be AMC. It might be Cinemark. At this point, it might be both. But let's find out. Yeah, I mean, they're not doing anything, so. Um... Who knows? Uh, but in terms of movie, like uh, Disney had the Artemis Fall movie coming out soon. Now it's going to wind up on Disney Plus. They just decided, let's put it up there. Now mm-hmm. people are paying for the service instead of going to the theaters because when people, when they decide the theaters are going to open, it's still going to take a while for people to actually go back to the theaters. They go back to doing anything. <laughs> 60,000 oh, yeah. 60, people, 80,000 people aren't going to want to sit in the Bill right. Stadium. Mm-hmm. They're going to be right. And it's it, AMC theaters that may hire bankruptcy law firm. Yeah. Probably just for protections, not for them actually to go chapter seven. You know, they're probably going to go like, if they do declare, they'll declare, 11. they'll, yeah, they'll declare 11 to protect the business just long enough for them to get out of the harm's way kind of a thing is what i'm mm-hmm. thinking but then yeah. i would not be surprised if you go to the movie theater and that six dollar coke suddenly becomes 12 yeah you know so like, they make the money are the only movies getting released going to be the huge marvel type blockbusters and there go the mid-level romantic comedies they're just going oh, yeah. to end up on netflix or straight amazon prime or something yeah straight to video I don't know. Like Wonder Woman is now August fourteenth. Um, Even that's pushing it, right? And and what is there not to say that, that you still like social distance where you're going to have to do like every other seat or every two seats, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it's like Dan was saying something's going to change. I know. I personally, if uh, if Cuomo comes out of the, the blocks today and says, "Okay, everybody can start phasing back in over the next two or three weeks." I'm I'm not going anywhere for two months. I'm mm-hmm. I'm going to watch everybody else and 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 see if this is indeed was the right idea or not. I'm I'm not going to go out and risk it. Are you kidding me? It it, it depends what opens. I mean, opening up other stores, you know, like Record Archive. I don't see a reason why that couldn't open. 
Right. You know, I want you to take precautions there. You're not as if you're getting thousands of people a day, unfortunately, you know, but yeah, you know, but you could, you could open it with a, you know, and take in, you know, like grocery stores can open. So they, you, you could open up some businesses, you can op- reopen up some things at a, at a slower pace. Some right? restaurants and with rearranged seating type of thing. Right. I mean, it might, restaurants might be a little harder because it's more of a personal stuff, but I yeah. mean, but it could be done. Um, you know, like I said, the bills, like you said, the bills games, probably not. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen by September. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't know what's going to happen for our, our convention by September, but yeah. Um, you know, but who knows what's, what things are going to be like. I mean, the, there's not going to be a vaccine for a while. Mm-hmm. Were they saying like a year? Yeah, I keep on hearing different things, but you know, you hear, you hear they're in trials already for stuff, but it's still going to be a year. So I don't know how that works, but yeah. yeah, you and me both. But yeah, I mean, who knows what we're gonna, what the next world's gonna be like? Yeah, crazy. And here we are. We're gonna we're watching the end of the the world that we knew, and, uh, mm-hmm. and we feel fine. And um, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, and uh, we're watching the birth of something different. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, how many how many generations get to see that? I mean, the, mm-hmm. our our grandparents did. Yeah, it's it's not like I mean, wars are bad. I mean, wars are bad, I mean, and this isn't like a war where it, when it's over, it's done. Mm-hmm. We don't really have an over because there's no. still so much we don't know. It's just gonna it'll get slightly progressively better, but it won't be won't suddenly be okay. We're out of the war. We can yeah. just do whatever we're doing again. We're, <clears throat> right, everybody back to normal. So I think, can... you know what, I do see, I do foresee that down the road, the normal that we knew can return, okay, but it's it's going to be on the shoulders of, of our leaders. You know, what can they do to prevent this from happening again? And, and I'm sure there are steps. It's complicated. You leave it in the hands mm-hmm. of experts, people who understand this stuff better than, than most, right? But mm-hmm. I would assume that I mean, the new normal is going to be around for a while. And I'm not saying everything's going to go right back to the way it was in January of 2020, you know, at the snap of a finger. That's just not possible. Um, but I can't imagine knowing, knowing what we know. And when you let people do their thing and, and their, you let the experts do their thing, it, it, I, it, this could have happened five, ten years ago. Mm-hmm. But people stopped it from happening. You know, it was always on our radar. This is something that we've talked about. We, we were, this, this did not, uh, contrary to popular belief, hit us out of left field. Okay. Um, <clears throat> uh, every, every 10, 20 years, we're getting some. You know, we had the SARS virus. We had the, you know, the swine. H1N1. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we've, we get these things. Why? I mean, I don't know what makes, I mean, I guess there's more uncertainty with this one. Why it makes it, you know, but... Is it the fact that we have the ability to do all this remote working and stuff that we're able to, that we didn't, I don't know, were we not able to lock down before that we wouldn't have done that or? I, I, I'm, I'm wondering if, honestly, if we just never had to lock down before. I, I don't remember anything being quite as contagious as this. You know, yeah, like, that's also yeah. a thing. It's got a long incubation, so you don't know for a while if you have it. Right, and yeah. it has it has staying power. So even after you've gotten rid of it, or, or or think you've gotten rid of it, or you've been made yourself safe from it, that it uh, can come back. It lingers. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it can and, linger. 
I think, Dan, you brought up something. The ability to work from home. I think even when things return to normal, there is going to be a modified new normal where mm-hmm. people realize we don't need to rent this office space or this building yeah. or you know, all this equipment in, in the offices. People yeah. can, a lot of people can do their home their jobs from home before they were everyone getting up, getting in their car, going to a different place to do a job they're now doing from home. And somewhere mm-hmm. the big bosses of these corporations are are going, why should we pay for this, this office? Cause I, I know my company was very not in favor of working from home. I mean, there is a, people that would, but if they had any preference of most managers do not want, would not want their employees to work from home. So I'm kind of curious, you know, since they were kind of forced into it, you know, my company moved like 16, what, 15, 14, 15,000 employees working from home in a week. Um, so we, we, we moved fast and amazing that we had the ability and everyone can, we can still do our job. Nobody, as far as I know, nobody from my company lost their job. Well, that's cool. Um, during this or nobody's, I don't know if anybody's furloughed. I know sales reps are still mm-hmm. doing their jobs and all the, everyone's still doing their jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, we turned that around in a week and, but, and so, and no one's been in the office for, you know, paychecks is locked down. You no know, buildings, only, only necessary people are in the building. So I can't get in the building if I wanted to right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know what's going to, is this going to to be a long term change? I mean, I, I I see the advantage of being in the mm-hmm. office and seeing face to face my coworkers, but I don't need to be there every day. You know, if I was there, if I could work from home half the time and do that, you know, that'd be even better. I wonder if there are any studies thing. going on about productivity, uh, people in the office versus people at home. Mm-hmm. If there's a drop in productivity, or if people are getting more distracted at home by kids tv yeah the the kids part is definitely probably a challenge for most people i mean i know it is a is for me you have the younger kids especially where you need some hands-on with them and you know Mm -hmm. you just can't you can't just say okay go do your do your you know school work for the day and so i i can you know but i've also been working you know quote unquote working longer hours too i've been logged Mm -hmm. in more you know, my office is, is right here mm-hmm. right now. So, you know, I'm doing more stuff and I'm keeping, so I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's an interesting. It may also get, make bosses think you're always available to work now, which I guess in a way it's sort of true with technology, <laughs> but at least before when you go to a, an office in a building or, or whatever, mm-hmm. it was expected, okay, you worked from eight until five or whatever your hours mm-hmm. were. And at home, anything else was sort of, you know, maybe you had to do some stuff. Maybe you didn't. But, you know, now with always being home, if more is expected of you or more time is sort of gradually forced on you. In my group, I see most people with the same hours they had before. I mean, I've always had kind of crazy hours and I kind of log on at weird times anyway. So I was always one of those. I'm not the norm in my group, probably, you know, I'm norm. You know, <laughs> norm. Yeah. Um, but you know, so I, I can see, I mean, but most people I see just working, you know, they're logging in just their normal work hours and, mm-hmm. you know, you won't see them on on the weekends and stuff, but you know, so I, I haven't seen too much of a change, at least in my group. Okay. I, mean, mm-hmm. I can't speak for everybody, of course, but so. Yeah. 
I think that's good. Yeah. Trying yeah. and precarious times we live in. It yeah. is. So, so what's it going to mean for the entertainment industry? We we're kind of talking, weren't we? <laughs> well, that's the thing. I mean, we, we kind of hinted at it in terms of going to the movies, going to you know the baseball stadiums, going to any sporting event, um, going to conventions, even. Mm-hmm. You know, what are the things that? What are the steps that are going to have to be taken? What are the 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 the, the equations that are going to have to be written? Or even uh, in terms of Hollywood making stuff, you know, what mm-hmm. crews yeah. and actors and oh, yeah. writers and producers and directors and all the people that have to gather on a movie set, or if you mm-hmm. film on location. You know, just shows and shows in general. I mean, what about Saturday Night Live? What have they been doing? Saturday Night uh, Live from home. Home, yeah, yeah. You know, American Idol's been doing their. You know, they're trying to keep going, so they're doing it. You know, from their the you know their contestants' homes, they're having them sing their songs, type of thing. So, mm-hmm. how's that going to work for stuff going forward? And but in everything? terms of scripted dramas and you know Can't. comedies and all that type of stuff, it, yeah, I think more animation might actually show up because you can still make animated shows. It's true. true. That's, that's a very good point there. Yeah. Cause I, I've, I've seen uh Jimmy Fallon's trying to, you know, the couple of the, the some, you know, some soap opera type of thing where they're all in there trying to, just, but you know, you can't do a scripted show uh-huh. with, with the, you know, with the stuff right now. So what's the fall season going to be like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, I mean that's the thing is this is this is going to be reverberating through our world for a very long time to come. Um, yeah, you know it's and 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 not just sports and not just entertainment, but how you work, how you live, how you shop, um, how you interact, how your children go to school. You know how how do you go on? You know, maybe maybe going on vacation is going to be the only thing that actually benefits because all these remote places are going to start pop popping up and benefiting the most. Imagine the the cabin in the woods is going to become a very popular option because you're not going to be around another human being for another 10, 15 miles, you know, so yeah, that you have maybe. To- <laughs> do you, do you want, really want to get in a giant flying tube and go to a big building with, you know, you know a hotel, mm-hmm. how safe is a hotel going to be? Airplanes. Right. Uh, I, I still think vacations are going to be scary for a while, and the vacation. Well, I think you're going to see the return of the Great American Road Trip. Then, in that case, yeah. you know, I mean, if you're going to you're going to stay domestic, and you're not going to fly to Italy, right? Mm-hmm. If, if you're if this tube is is that much of a concern, which that's legit. I'm not mm-hmm. take, I'm not mm-hmm. invalidating. I'm just making it a comment. Um, but driving from Rochester to the Thousand Islands, driving from Rochester to, you know, Myrtle Beach, driving from Rochester to Key West, you know, Key West, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. Driving to California, driving out to the Rockies, driving out to Montana might become the next vacation spot because you have this wide open <laughs> space, open space. That, <laughs> that nobody's using. You know, you have this great resort out, like you do like kind of a, of a ranch kind of a feel with the cabin in the woods and you, there's not another human being for 10, 20 miles. Montana could be the next major vacation spot. And I said it there first. So if it becomes a thing, I, I want a percentage. It's so. like Letterman has lived in Montana for years for that reason. He loves the solitude. So if mm-hmm. that happens, he'll be miserable. <laughs> well, most would say that Letterman is miserable on a regular basis just to yeah. begin with. So, <laughs> oh, I, you know, it's it, it, this is definitely a very you know, history defining kind of thing that has happened to us. And it's interesting to see how people are reacting to it. You know, I've, I've studied history for such a long time. I mean, I, I, I loved it in school. I, I've done it as, as a hobby, 
which is sick when you think about it. Um, you know, I've studied political science when I was in school. So the thing I really realized is in, in, you know, that I've always looked, it is true. History is written by the victor. Uh, so history is written by the survivor written as a history by the people who saw it and was able to express it. Um, now we're actually living it. So we're seeing history being made from a perspective that we're normally seeing, but we're also seeing people who don't agree. And, and so we're able to kind of go, Oh, um, cause I've gotten into a couple of debates on my Facebook alone with folks who are more libertarian minded than I am. And, you know, they're like, well, this is government overreach. This is this, this is that. And I want to automatically dismiss them. I really do. And there's a lot of arguments that are just wire. That's, bizarre why are you saying that but then they'll make a point and they'll there then there's an observation and then i i've learned to instead of just challenging i'm like well how would you do it you know not not to try and be a prick about it but i'm like well how would you handle this situation and then they would say something and, and, and there are times where i dismiss it and there are times where i'm like oh well you know that that's actually pretty damn valid okay cool all right i and, and so it's it's for me, this is kind of wild to see how the world is shifting and we're, we're seeing it from the inside rather than from a textbook. So there's a ramble. Never mind me. I'm just going to stop talking. Yeah. Now, back to entertainment. You know, I love music and uh-huh. bands, a, a lot of the smaller sort of indie bands that I like mm-hmm. tour right now, which mm-hmm. I think initially may have been, and it probably still is a huge problem because they can't go out on the road, sell their merchandise. A lot mm-hmm. of them are doing live streams from every night to a couple times a week to yeah. once a week. And, you know, just saying, hey, I know, we know it's tough times. If you can afford to, to put something in our PayPal, we'd appreciate it, or buy some merch from our website. And I think a lot of them are doing really well because instead Good. of playing in front of, you know, 100 to 150 people in a city per night they're playing to anywhere from 300 to a couple thousand every single night mm-hmm. and some no i know i've donated and bought stuff from favorites of mine and mm-hmm. I, I think some of them are doing okay now the one sad thing is that you know most of the stuff i like is sort of acoustic based and or guitar or drum. nowadays you, you don't have elect uh, no full bands you don't have the guitar based drums keyboards because yeah. they can't all get together in a room to play so a lot of the people i like are like people that can play the acoustic guitar or the piano so full bands i think are kind of screwed right now mm-hmm. but um in terms of like the guy in charge of the band doing a show from his living room is I think they're sort of doing okay and finding a new revenue stream yeah. for a while. It's, it's almost like, and I don't even know if this is an, uh, an accurate example, but it's the one top top of my head. It's like when Dave Matthews goes out with just Tim Reynolds rather yes. than the whole, the whole band. Exactly. You know? And so people are like, Oh, here's my front man. Here's the star. Here's my, the guy that I watched this particular band for. And the rest of the band's kind of going, Oh, okay. I guess we'll just sit around doing nothing. Well, if Dave Matthews <laughs> still wants to pay the rest of the band from people say, I, because I, I still know a, a couple bands that are charging virtually for tickets. There's ways in uh, websites that'll do it where you pay five, 10, 15, 20 bucks. And the guy will put a show on for you. Mm-hmm. And if that guy wants to pay the rest of his band, 
that's on him. That that work actually that's one of the reasons I I'm a huge fan of Conan O'Brien's podcast and they were talking about the shows are doing from home and by him doing the shows from home the network is still paying his staff. Well, that's good. And he's paying his staff. You know, that's they, because the shows are staying on the air, the people that work for those shows still get paid. Good. Which is which is good. Very much so. Yeah. We we're going to definitely have to keep talking about different stuff um cuz you see that we have lost our fearless leader. Have we? Where'd he go? Oh. His computer shut down. Oh no. So I think what happens is that this the Zencast He's the host. He is the host. <laughs> yeah. So therefore we I don't think we can stop recording. Oh until, no! Until he comes back on, and he's trying his hardest to okay. get back on because I don't have control of anything here. No, I um, don't either. I, I have the little red. He's got the dashboard on there, but he's got the dashboard. So okay, here's what. Well, here's what the three of us are going to do. Here's what the three of us do. We're just going to stop. Okay, and that gives Dan like a ten second. To easy break. ten second break so that he can edit, and then we'll just you know we'll, we'll just hang in there until he gets back. <laughs> I'm telling you, behind the scenes tape now. It's the it's a B, it's a BTS baby. Those and those are those are money, man. Those are serious money. You know, I like. Well, I, I wasn't even like, paying attention. We were too busy babbling amongst no, ourselves. Are, so I'm taking care of it. Yes. We and I are. and I appreciate the fact that that Tanya is so detail oriented that she sees things like this because I would have been like clueless. Uh, uh, oh what do we God. do with Dan's big list of questions? I, I know we can't even do anything. We can't yeah. even stop. We we can't. We have no control over. Well, here's the thing: right is now. is oh, any is anything is anything oh, actually being listed? Hi, Dan. Uh, it, it was still moment. recording everything that we were talking about. Well, I was seeing the bar, but are we being recorded at the yeah, moment? It's or? recording yeah. in progress, and all our wave files are up. So yeah, okay, cause it, cause it so records, then he collects them at the end. Yes, it records each one of our tracks separately, and then it uh, uploads to him. Probably assuming that something like this could happen. That's kind of clever. All right, Th that is so clever. we can just. I, I so see Dan might he's, be he's, back. He's recording in progress at the moment. Yeah. I don't know if he's passing health checks or anything like that. He's refreshing his. Oh, oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. I, I, I just, just got, got a message. Yeah, I just got the VoIP message that everything had fallen, had, had failed. So we'll have to see where we are. Um, I got. It might message. be. A... I accidentally turned off the computer. I'm like, turn it back on. He said, trying. He goes, are you guys still on? I go, yes, we are. Um, I haven't gotten anything else since that. Okay. Well, we will figure it all out when he gets back in. Do you know how uh, how long he was he was out for? Um, four minutes. I I, did, I, I heard something. I did too. I heard I Dan I heard. in the back, like faintly in the background. I thought I heard Dan. Almost like he was across the room again from his yeah. microphone. I you might, but I don't have his line on my computer. I do. I have his line. You have and his line. And I do see it moving. Yeah. There it is. Hi, I got Dan. you. I can't hear Dan. So, okay. and I'm not I'm not um going to okay. touch anything right now, but if we want to say okay, here is our break. Yeah, no seriously. 
Did anything save at your end, Dano? Are you still there, Dan? I don't think he can hear us. He might be doing something trying to get Tanya back in. There. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of the loop. Dan, Dan is using two headsets right now. He can he can hear us through one, and he's talking through another. And, and I, I don't think can, yeah, and I don't think Tanya and Dan can hear each other. No. Yeah. Uh, I I see recording in progress for everybody. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Yeah. You know, I think I could just hear him coming through someone's headset. Okay. okay. And is there, a, is there a file that actually recorded? Like it? All right. Let's see what we lost. You're lucky I'm on my meds. <laughs> I know you guys are. You called me unhinged and um, un, unplugged. Un, unplugged and unhinged. unhinged. I said you guys are lucky that I'm on my meds today. Had <laughs> I not had them, that is that's no. That's gonna be a that's gonna be a record coming from from Mighty Monkey Records. Tanya Mattress. Unplugged, Unplugged and unhinged. unhinged. <laughs> uh, you see, does everyone have to hear now what I work with on a daily, on a pretty much daily basis? Oh, you love a stop. <laughs> what color is the sky in your world? Fuchsia. Fuchsia. Gray. Blue. Fuchsia. Short Fuchsia. Oh God! See, that was that was a thing back in the day in college. That would we you, know, you would hear somebody say, "What's the color of the sky in your world?" and get ready for the button, the magic speaker button, because our response would be, "Fuchsia, fuck off." <laughs> so we so we're recording right now. We did have yeah. a technical fault. We, that's why you got a little hiccup there. Um, I, I had to stretch my legs, and of course, I stretched right into the power strip of my and computer. knocked your computer out. <laughs> Did your toe just hit the power the, the uh, on off button just right? I just I can, it's a it's a big button. I, my power strip has a really big on off button, so it's really easy. Dan, your button is so big. So, <laughs> I see well. Chris likes the button. <laughs> Not the size of your button, Chris. It's, it's the oh, power no. going through it. Oh. That's right. But you know that ha those glitches happen to every single one of us at oh, God, any yeah. given moment. I'm like, um, fortunately, my power strip for my computer is up on my desk behind um, mm -hmm. my screen, but the computer mm -hmm. upstairs in the den, yeah, the mm -hmm. power strip's on the floor, and I have done exactly what Dan has done. I've like been playing with my feet or swinging my feet around and things like that, stretch my legs out, and boom, everything shuts down. And then you're and like, you have that moment of like, what just what? happened? Oh, yeah. no. I'm like, oh. We're just lucky that it saved, uh, you know, everyone's, uh, it saved our, our first our segment there. So that was That's good. That's so. good. Yeah, because and, and, I've, I've lost whole things when I used to record you guys when I'd hit a wrong button or when there'd be a, a, a 
a failure, a glitch, something go wrong, and I just mm-hmm. you'd have to start over again. So at least you still have all the recordings. Yeah. yeah. My biggest concern is like, oh, no. But, right now, I'm just hoping uh, one of my cats doesn't walk across Susan's laptop. It looks like he's considering it. <laughs> he's considering <laughs> it. He's contemplating. So, he's like, so if you lose me, it's Daniel's fault. It's like I hear the conversation. No, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> so no matter what happens, it's my fault. Is that yeah. what <laughs> Daniel, no, not the kitty. no, Daniel the kitty. I know, he I know, is. Know. Uh, so, if you guys are just tuning in now, and like, I don't know why you just tuned where in were now. you? Yeah. Where were you for the this is a radio. For, for the first, uh, first I'm going to start the podcast and then fast forward it an hour and three minutes in. <laughs> You never know. Hey. Oh no, me. no, we know, we know. It's it's Tanya Metris unplugged and unhinged and unhinged. Because of the conversation, but mostly, but you know. oh my god, I love this so much. We this I'm her. glad that you guys are my uh, support system, my my uh, therapy network here. Yeah, seriously. Because oh. God forbid, and, and if, and how are you surviving I, with us? If, your network. I know what would happen if I actually had a decent support system. Man, I know I wouldn't necessarily be unplugged and unhinged. <laughs> oh my gosh. And it didn't go over as funny as I thought it would. Uh, it was funnier in your head. I mean, yeah. but that's all good. It's still Everything's just Everything's in my head at this point. You'd be unhinged and unplugged. <laughs> oh. uh, we're we're all going to be unplugged soon. Uh-huh. They're going to pull the plug on us. Mm. <laughs> Imagine if the uh. internet went down. What would we do? Oh, my kids would go absolutely batshit crazy. I can't imagine how many things your older son would probably break thinking that it was the, the item's fault rather than just that the signal was down. Oh. I mean, well, just, yeah. I mean how much are we dependent on the internet as a whole right yeah. now? I mean, oh, I, society. I, seriously. Could we do I, anything? No. <laughs> I mean, no. I'd read, I guess. Mm-hmm. Reading yeah, is our I, only option. You can't even watch. My, my hardcover books. I have to pull out paper books because I've been reading mm-hmm. you know, on my e-reader all this time. So yeah, yeah. reading Boy. is fundamental. It is. I love reading. Tiny may just... actually have to come over and borrow a box of my comic books. <gasps> she's not going to read the ones that Anne gave her. What do you think she's going <laughs> to? You think she's going to read the ones hey, you give her? Hey, hey, I did read my two comic books, and they were really dark and and hard to understand. So I think I need to go back to something a little easier, like Archie or something. I've got well, plenty of those different. for you. So, but I did procure uh, four envelopes um, the other day to open on uh, Wednesday. Okay. So I do have some uh, comic books uh, sitting in here. How did you, I know, I think I asked you, but I don't remember the answer. How did you and Anne show up on the same Facebook feed being in two different houses? I am just that magical. It's magic. (laughs) Well, I I can't, I can't argue that, but I'm going to ask you for something a little bit more specific. Um, It's a um, streaming platform called StreamYard. Okay. um, That allows you to um, stream live to like Facebook, Instagram, different platforms. Um, It's limited for the free version. Uh Um, Limited like in how many people you can have? That and how many platforms you can stream to. Gotcha. Yeah, so like, you could actually stream down multiple at once with it too. So uh, mm-hmm. we should Depend- we could we could try it out for Nerd World News sometime if you want. You know, that's exactly that what I was thinking. But like when I saw yeah. them, like how did they do that? That's awesome. 
I'm yeah. so excited for you guys to figure what that I out. I can do since I since I have it set up through my Mighty Monkey account, I can um, start it and have you join. Okay. That's cool. It's something different. Technology. It's amazing. Technology. And that's how we will survive technology until technology fails us. And then, you know, we'll <laughs> unplug it. So. And we'll definitely become more unhinged. Yeah, well. And then we'll need Fireball. To cast it or drink it? <laughs> yes. I didn't ask how big the room was. I said I cast Fireball. Way back in the day when I was first learning how to, to, to play D&D. I had a, a one of my buddies uh, was playing a wizard, and the DM, who really was not particularly proficient in the rules, but made a really good go of it, once told my buddy, he said, look, I'll let you cast as many fireballs as you want today. You don't have to worry about your, your spell counter or anything. The only stipulation I says every I make is that every every fireball you cast, you have to drink a fireball. <laughs> and our wizard was up to the task. <laughs> He's like, it, hold my beer. It was no, hold my fireball. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. Oh. I mean, it was funny as hell you know, for a college kid, but it was bad. Oh, yeah. mm. so. That stuff burns going down too. <laughs> you beat me to it by like a second. <laughs> Flame on! Oh. Smooth. Oh boy. Oh, uh, yeah, we are regressing. Yeah. yeah, we are regressing <laughs> mightily. That's great. That's great. Uh, so yeah, so we had our hour and a half long uh, therapy session. And yeah, I'm so happy our, to share it with you guys too. Technical glitches that that happened, um, which happens more often, often than not. Yeah, um, and right now we still um, tentatively have. Um, our cosplay day scheduled. Yes. We're still, we're still um, that was what, May 15th? 16th. 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 Yeah, we're, the Saturday. We're, we're waiting on notification. I'm, I'm waiting for Seabreeze to say that they're postponing their opening because that's what yeah. I'm so, sure it's, I'm sure it's going to happen. Yeah. At this yeah point. It, it's inevitable. But so, but we're that's taking true. all of our direction from them right now. So um, yeah, and, and say same thing with five eight with the you know the after the after party there. Right. Um, it's probably not going to be happening. Let's be realistic. We're just not sure what we're going to do with it at this point. So mm-hmm. leaving it on the books for now, and then we'll you know as we get closer, we'll officially say whatever. Yeah. Um, the nice thing about the you know doing the, the the photos during the day is that it would be a smaller group of people. Mm-hmm. So it's not you know it's not as if we're having you know inviting the world with us for that one, but right. Um, we want to do those first pictures at at Seabreeze there, so we're waiting to see what you know what happens with Seabreeze. If we're not reasonably assured of people's safety, we will definitely be saying something. Exactly, and if, if, yeah. if Seabreeze isn't going to open, then we're we're no, it's not going to be a good day. So yeah, yeah. So that, that's where I'm, it's not a it's not a a large event. It's going to be a fun event. And it's going to be we're going to get some great pictures out of it. I think, and mm-hmm. I, and I hope like the cosplayers will have fun, and we can the places we go can use it to you know advertise afterward type of thing. And but oh, the places will go. Yes, but we're not <laughs> gonna. We're only gonna do it, of course, if it's if it's safe these days. So, so we'll see what happens. That is our sum. That is our our guiding principle right now. If we can't mm-hmm. ensure your safety, then we will definitely let you guys know that something is changing. Yep. So 
So, but we're uh, potentially looking forward to FLXCon in August. Mm-hmm. That would be August 15th. That's where I'm getting the number 15 from. August yep. 15th, the Saturday, um, with Michael Kosky and Gregory French. I miss and those guys so much right now. I, I can't tell you. I t- just the banter on Facebook between them mm-hmm. that's going on. You're not helping either. Who, me? Yeah, you. I'm innocent. I don't know what you're yeah. talking about. Okay, like the driven snow in January? <laughs> yeah. That's pretty damn, pretty damn clean. It's it's okay. the snow in March and May March. that you won't worry about. Yeah, no kidding. It's the muddy stuff. Um, and then, of course, uh, FC3 2020 has been moved to September 19th and 20th at the Total Sports Experience located in Gates on Elm Grove Road. I always wonder how Gates got its name. Was there sure a gate? A... Was there an actual like like a gate that was just there? Like maybe that's the only thing they ever built were gates and no. Maybe. Maybe the I'm gates the gates fam- the gates family. I don't the know. Gates family are, are famous treasure hunters. Hmm. I'm sorry, I'm I'm channeling my inner Nicholas Cage's movie uh, National <laughs> Treasure Treasure. Which was just a gr- I love those movies. I really they're, did. They're fun. You know, they, they put in a little bit of history, a little bit of rumors in there, and just sort of mm-hmm. put a story about A little conspiracy you know. theory, a little, little actual story, you know. The town yeah. is named after General Horatio Gates. Okay, there you go, Horatio. see? I was going to say Horatio Gates. Because Horatio is a very common <laughs> name back in those days. Oh, yeah. It's like, not so know, much these days. Not so much these days, no. I was I mean, not going to name you, one of my sons Horatio. worked for CSI in Miami if you want to meet Horatio. Yeah. Him and his brother, Joe Chilai. <laughs> yeah. They got together and made a town. You asked. I Googled. Fantastic. All right. I've got a plan. I've got an idea. Are Uh-oh. we getting ready for a question of the week? Let's do a question of the week. Oh, yay. I need to bring up my list. I need you to bring out the list. Dan, it's time for the Dan. list. List of questions. I no, he's got his job. So do I. Run! <laughs> yeah, it's by his foot. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. Just a second. I got to switch my uh, Google account here. Okay. That's my, fair. Uh, we can make kids that. kids have been using it, so it's under their account right now. Oh. Because, you know, there's that whole school, Google Classroom there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so one is me, not as him. There we go. All right. Okay. I got the list up. Okay. Whose turn is it to pick a number? I think it's Billy's. Each one of you pick one one number from one to ten. From well, so, no, he won't work. First one has to be one to three. Okay. Each pick, each pick one number. We can compile it into one number. All right. All right. I'm going to pick eight. first person zero to. No, you guys, we'll see. We'll see what I'm going to say fifty-seven. A I'm single digit. What, a single, single digit number. Oh, a single digit number. So, so the first Six. person's got to be between oh, I guess, well, okay. one and three, right? Between one and three. All right. So between one and three, two. Okay. Two. Eight. Next person. Two, eight. Uh, what numbers do I get to between what and what? Between one, one and, and ten. ten. Oh, one and ten. I'll go nine. Right, zero, nine. Okay. So 289. All right. What is the weirdest thing you have seen in someone else's home? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> okay. All right. All right. Okay. Um. <laughs> Tanya. Uh, I'm still thinking. That's the weirdest thing I've seen in somebody's. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Hey. That was a joke that wrote itself. I'm sorry. I had to. It was easy. But no, go ahead. Tanya, it's your turn. You you go first. I'm thinking. Um. Oh God. Oh. <laughs> uh, the weirdest thing I've seen in somebody's home. Oh. Hmm. All right. Well, I'll start with an anecdote because I the first thing that comes to my head was actually my own house before I came the owner of it. Um, my predecessor in this house had a very eclectic sense of decor. <laughs> all right. Each room was very, was painted very weirdly sometimes or, or had like it was jarring or whatnot, but the foyer was his tribute to all things Egyptian. And it was right out of like those, those really weird catalogs you get in the junk mail. Um, one wall was painted gold and there were like Sphinx statues and, and like little pyramids all over the foyer. And, and, and that just struck me as, Odd. Now that may not be the strangest thing I've ever seen, but it's the first thing that I thought of. So my brain went there. My own freaking house. Uh, oh, I, I, that's a tough one there. It is a tough one. Okay, I have an answer as long as you guys are thinking. Does it involve oh, okay. the Tulio? No. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. <clears throat> nah, he's as vanilla as you get. Uh, the weirdest thing I've seen, and it's not a thing, it's a someone, a member of the B-52s. Really? Yeah. Whoa. When uh, Weez and his first wife split up, I helped him move into a new residence. It was uh, a, a huge house owned by some acquaintances of him, and he was going to be living in most of the house, and the owner of the house was... Uh, was his sister living there? I forget, but she was really good friends with Kate Pearson of the B-52s. Oh, wow. So so she was there when I was helping Weez move in. That is so cool. That my my answer still involves Weez at a party once uh, he, uh -huh. at, at uh, a mansion that of someone he knows. Uh, the owner had a monkey. So I don't know what's weirder, a monkey or a member of the B-52s. I'm going to go with the monkey is probably weirder, but the B-52s is a close second. Okay. Because they are they are not a normal group of people, but yeah. they're so much fun. Their music yeah. is so good. The uh, He's friends with a, there was a band in town called the, uh, the we used to call it, what was something McGillicuddy? Um, shoot. Hildy McGillicuddy was, or something like that was the, mm -hmm. the lady's name. And she was friends with Kate Pearson. So that's amazing. Oh. Yeah, remember the B 52s hang out in the house? Yeah. That's wild. That's so I am, cool. I am still racking my brain to see if anybody's house that I know there's something unusual or weird or something like walking into it. I'm like, I, I will say that one of my favorite features of Brother Weeze's studio. And I have to sit in front of this thing every time we came in for podcasting the was the actual thing? human skull with the oh, breast implant oh, on its right. head. <laughs> that was a real skull that he got from some doctor friend of his, too. 
I'm like, I remember looking at it the first time and looking at you and going, is this real? And you're like, you didn't even flinch. You're like, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? I'm looking at somebody's freaking head? Oh my god. You know, I, I think... Uh, yeah, I think probably the most unique thing that I've seen walking into anybody's house, or uh, I'm going to say it was um, the George Eastman house, okay. um, is that big elephant head on the wall. Oh, yeah. Okay. It is like the oddest thing in, because it's just something that I'm like, I'm used to seeing deer heads on the wall and, and stuffed ducks and uh, fish and, and things like that. And even a taxidermid, fo- a taxidermid fox. Um, because my dad's a hunter, but uh-huh. th- to see it, if it's a real or a replica of the elephant head, it was awfully big. So I think that's probably one of the oddest things I've seen in a house. I'm just like, I, I think nowadays, I think odd things you see in a house are like radiators instead of like <laughs> heat. And but that that was normal for me growing up in mean, my family's house had uh hot water radiators so mm-hmm. but i think now that would be unique to some people <laughs> i think i'm just glad that a wall of plastic man with cats paintings hasn't shown up on anybody's list <laughs> <laughs> see that's the thing is, is you're you're a comic book collector so yeah. for me that's not weird that's normal yeah, so yeah, you, it's not unique or strange or anything yeah, someone, else, someone besides you guys with <laughs> yeah so. Well, I'm sure, you know, it's it's a matter of, as usual, it's a matter of perspective. Mm-hmm. So, how about you, Dano? I racked in my brain here. And, I mean, and you lived in a frat say, house. I, I've almost got to say, I mean, my, my parents' house. Okay. Especially, Your dad was quite the collector. Especially, you know, after, after he passed and we were just, and just the estate company was, was getting stuff together and everything. It was just... Seeing the sheer volume of things laid out, like for sale, and like this is all this was all in my parents' house, you know, uh-huh. not just for one sale, but two sales I had to go through. There was so much stuff, oh, and 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 that was just you know, it was, it's more personal thing. And and I you know some of my friends at work they they went to the sale and, and they bought stuff. That just I was just shocked at how much the sheer quantity of stuff that was there and the the, the variety of stuff that was there. You know, he had or, you know oriental carpets and his cameras and his watches and his mm-hmm. random porcelain things and old picture frames and just car park, you know, just anything was, was there type of thing. And I think it's just, you know, during that time and everything, it just, it just felt really bizarre and it was just really weird. Even though it was my house that I grew up in. Yeah. Well, you, know, you and I just, talked about it often. You would, you would call me and just start talking about what, what was going on and some stuff that you'd find. And yeah. Yeah. So it's just weird to see it all, you know, laid out and just, you know, it wasn't, and, and it was not as if it was like one thing was his favorite. So this reminded me of, of my dad, but just like the whole process of having all that stuff was him type of thing, mm-hmm. you know? So it was just kind of, you know, it's, it's a little different you know, tone than this question maybe was, but it was more of, it was, it was weird. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, was, it was, just yeah. Nope. That makes sense, man. That makes a whole lot of sense. Huh, and that's and that's going to be the kind of thing that lingers with you for a while too. You're going to be mm-hmm. you'll you'll think about that. Yeah, yeah, it never goes away. I mean, every so often something pops up and you think about it, and it's just like, okay, you know, it's always it's always a part. Of, I mean, if you lose somebody you know close to you, it's always a part of you in some way. So mm-hmm. it's, it's you know, yeah, it's it's life, right? C'est la vie. 
And that's a wrap for this particular show, I think. I just found something interesting. Probably something interesting. The Air Force Thunderbirds and the Navy's Blue Angels will begin um, Operation America Strong on Tuesday, April 28th. So this will be yesterday when Mm -hmm. they hear it. Um, So if you're happening to be around the area and you hear a lot of um, loud jet noises... Um, The two squadrons will be performing flyovers at hospitals in New York City, Pennsylvania, and New Jersey to honor the frontline workers battling the coronavirus pandemic. Interesting. I don't know if they're going to... They won't uh, be through Rochester, probably, but... No, but yeah, I've seen stuff about that, and of course, there's controversy about that. But you know, the whole part of the whole thing is, you know, they have they have to be continue doing their training. They can have to fly. So you know, what does it mm-hmm. matter? I mean, not a big as big a deal if they're flying over a city versus their training. So these these pilots right. are doing their training flights, and they're, you know, so that's one of those things that. But you know, it's good. You know, good showing our, our American, you know, yeah. hopefully give somebody a little joy, a little thrill for the day. Yeah, no, seriously. They'll begin in New York City and Newark, New Jersey at noon Eastern time on the last 35 minutes. Then they'll head to Trenton while they spend 10 minutes flying over hospitals before reaching Philadelphia around two. So, and then they're going to be flying over hospitals in Washington, Baltimore, Atlanta, Dallas, Houston, and Austin in the upcoming weeks. Well, that sounds like something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, and, we'll see uh, some YouTube videos on it. Probably. Oh yeah, easily for something like both that. Both of them flying together—that'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Billy, what are you up to today? Not much. I may just try and find something fun to watch. It looks rainy and gross outside, so mm-hmm. I won't be cutting the lawn as I should have yesterday. So, right. I've got books. I've got TV. I got cats. So I'm just gonna lay around here and and enjoy them. You got joy, you got sun, you got seasons in the sun. Exactly. Seasons in the not sun. Yeah. I I am going to go make myself a sandwich because I realize I haven't eaten much today. I'm going to go fix that. Hmm? Yeah, me too. How about you uh, there, Tanya Miss? Um, I have an order that I have to um, pick up at Best Buy. So they'll deliver to my car. And then I have to run and grab some groceries. Oh, that's a plus. I'm, I'm, I've, uh, I had to buy a new range, okay? Because of course, during a quarantine, is when my stove and my oven decide that the control module wants to give out. Um, and I shopped local. I was very proud of myself. I got it from a local, uh, well-known appliance store um, who is not sponsoring us, so I won't talk about them at the moment. Yeah, but them. Um, and, uh, um, but uh, they said, oh yeah, they'll, we'll be able to deliver it on Friday, meaning this coming Friday, so a couple of days from from the airing of this particular podcast. Uh, I just got a call this morning uh, on Sunday here and the lady's like, oh yeah, no, we're going to have people drop it off tomorrow. And I'm like, oh, yay! <laughs> I'm nice. like, yay! I can cook. <laughs> so this will be good. So instead of getting it on Friday, you got it on Monday. I'm going to be getting it on. Uh, in, at the, as the time of the airing of this podcast, I, instead of anticipating its arrival in a couple of days, I will have had it for a couple of days. Woohoo. And in honor Good of news, one yeah. of my favorite books as a kid, uh, which was Roald Dahl's uh, Danny, the Champion of the World, um, the first thing they did when his father and him bought a, a new stove was make Yorkshire or, uh, make toad in the hole, Yorkshire pudding with the sausages in it. So I will be doing that because it's my favorite book as a kid. And uh, I remember the joy that they had in, in that process. So I'm going to follow the, follow the letter on that one. I'm going to make toad in the hole for me and the kids. Yay. Cool. I'm telling you. Anyway, that's that. 
So that's good. And I, what do we say? We wrapperoo. Anybody want to talk about anything else, or we've pretty much covered everything today? I way we've covered more stuff than what we know to handle. Yeah, more more things we know what to do with. Exactly. I'm going to go continually quietly bleed in the corner and make myself a sandwich. Okay. <laughs> so, so for Tanya and Billy, for Dan and myself, it's time to cue the music because this is. <laughs> Remember, I'm plugged and unhinged. <laughs> oh yeah, improving it every moment. Uh, this has been FC3's Monkey Business, a product of the Mighty Monkey Corporation, purveyors and producers of the Flower City Comic Con, coming at you in September on the. What was it? The, tw- the 19th, 19th and 20th? And 20th. <laughs> I've lost track of the days. I, are you sure you're not unplugged on games too? <laughs> oh, I've always been. That's, that's, that's not okay. a surprise. The surprise is talking about you doing it. Um, so, follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us wherever we go. And we'll lead you to where the entertainment is. Love you. Miss you guys. Hope all is well. Stay safe. And we'll talk to you again next week. Bye. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs>